0: Good morning to you all. Welcome to our service. I'm sorry I'm not with you today, but uh, down in Derby at the wedding of my nephew. Uh, But by this time time you see this, I'll be on my way back, back up to Glasgow. I'd like us to look this morning at Psalm 61, just the first four verses of Psalm 61. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. David writes, Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wings. This is a very moving psalm. Uh, Psalm of David, and it's time of great personal tragedy, as well as a national one for Jerusalem and Israel. Uh, personal tragedy, and the, the word he uses in the verse 1, hear my cry, it's written more or less like that in all our versions of the Bible. Uh, but it's a little bit understated, because what he's actually doing is wailing his cry, To God. He's in such a a desperate state. It's a roar that comes from him, one of extreme emotion. He's desolate because of what has taken place. And we find what has taken place in 2 Samuel chapter 15. And this is the revolt of David's son, Absalom. Absalom was a great favourite of David, uh, an extremely good-looking young man by all accounts. And it's told there in 2 Samuel that Absalom stole the hearts of the people of Jerusalem, the people of Israel, from David. And he led a revolt against the kingship of David and wanted to become king himself and then pronounced himself to be king as well. The curious thing is that David leaves Jerusalem, the city. Jerusalem is a walled city. And yet David didn't see it as being secure somewhere that he could defend, somewhere that all the people could come to. And he would be able to fend off the revolt of Absalom there in that walled city, uh, almost impregnable. But of course, the city had been taken before. And Absalom had grown up in that city and knew it very well, and perhaps knew ways of getting into the city, invading it and taking it over. So Absalom takes Jerusalem. David leaves and Absalom comes in victorious. It's a wonderful thing that David still loves Absalom. One of the other reasons he didn't want to fight was so that Absalom would not be killed. David loves him. He's his son. He's not his only son but he is his son and he loves him and he doesn't want to see him destroyed. So here you have in the heart of this king great love for his son. And what we find in this psalm is that he prays, he cries to God, he wails to God, and he says, attend to my prayer, from the end of the earth I will cry to you. That shows us the extent of David's predicament his concern is from the ends of the earth or not literally but that's how he feels he's come to the end of the world at the end of his world and he cries out to God we find that his heart is overwhelmed is in such distress and he asks the Lord to lead him to the rock that is higher than I David's true shelter and his true refuge is in that rock that is higher than himself. And we might ask, what is that rock? What is that rock that is more secure than the city of Jerusalem, more secure than a walled city, a fort, something that should be impregnable? Well, we know that that rock that he's wanting to go to and to seek shelter is God. The Lord is his rock. And it's a, a term that is used several times in the Old Testament, how the Lord is a rock. And David goes up, goes on, for you have been a shelter to me, a strong tower from the enemy. So going from a stronghold like Jerusalem to something that is much stronger, and that is the presence of God, the love of God. It's so much stronger. It's beyond comparison, really, with the city Of Jerusalem. He's going to the one who is almighty, much mightier than himself. He's a king, a crowned head of a realm, and yet he has to forsake his kingdom, and he goes to the place where he will not be moved. He will go to the presence of the almighty. A shelter, a strong tower, and he says, I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wings. It's such a sublime piece of writing. Uh, But for David, of course, this was life and death. He wasn't just trying to be poetic. He just wasn't just trying to write some kind of literature. This was life and death to David. And he trusts in the shelter of the wings, figurative, of course. Uh, God has no body, but he trusts in him, and he's a shelter, a strong tower to David. Well, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 uh, about something in the Old Testament that happened where Moses struck a rock in the wilderness, and out of that rock came water, saving the lives of those children who were wandering in the desert, The, the Lord gave them water through the striking of a rock. And Paul tells us that that rock is Christ. And it's true to say, isn't it, that Christ was struck at Calvary so that we may be saved, so that we might have life. That rock was struck in the wilderness. Our Lord Jesus was struck, stricken on the cross, Forsaken, it would seem, even by his father. Moses struck that rock and life came from it. The Lord struck that rock, his son, and we have life through what he has done on Calvary so that we can turn to him when we're in desolation. And we are in desolation through our sin. Our sin is grievous to a holy God, And we need that dealt with. And it's dealt with at Calvary. Our heart is overwhelmed. We don't know what to do about our sin and our wickedness before a holy God. But the Lord has dealt with it. His son was struck on Calvary. So that we can be led to the rock of our salvation, which is stronger than I am. It's stronger than you are. It's stronger than death and leads to eternal life. And he is our shelter. We rest under him. He is our strong tower against the enemy, the devil. And we can abide in his tabernacle forever. That's what we look forward to as Christians. We look forward to being with him for all eternity. And we trust in the shelter of the cross. We're covered by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that was shed there. And our sins cannot touch us anymore. The devil cannot touch us because we are in Christ and he is in us and we have gone to that rock which is greater than I, which is greater than you, the rock of our Lord Jesus Christ, the rock provided for by a loving father for his wayward sons, and in that rock, in that Lord Jesus Christ, we have salvation. So perhaps this morning you can think upon those things. Think about David's predicament and what he had to do, where he had to go, go to his God. And maybe you can consider your own self to see if that you are sheltering under the wings of the Almighty, to see if you have had your burdens dealt with at Calvary's cross and you have eternal life and you'll be with him in heaven. May God bless you and uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the service. Thank you very much.